We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? In the studio this week. I am so glad you made it back. We missed you last week. I know. We missed you. All right, so check this out. Well, hang on. I'm not stuck. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Just just because you're new in class don't mean... Do your thing. I forgot the rotation already. All right. And then we got Richard Hoskins in the studio. Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial advisor slash numbers guru. What's happening in Australia? So we had some friends post on the page yesterday, so shout out to Australia. And the kangaroos. Yeah, the kangaroos. Well, of course the kangaroos. So now Robert, now explain to us All right, so here's the, the reason for your for your attendance. For my absence. Or your lack of attendance. Well, yeah. Um so I mean I think everybody knows I live in Union, which don't hold that against me. Uh work down in Chapin, do. which is Columbia area, and also studios here in Greenville. And um, that's a big triangle to drive every Wednesday night, but I don't mind. And I need a break. I want to go home and go to sleep. And then my mom had an issue, and I still had to drive to Greenville. Killing me. So, yeah, I I missed Radio Magic, and and all all our great viewers didn't get to hear... That, that, uh, no, but we don't have viewers. Listeners. Listeners, yeah, we don't have viewers. Yeah, well, we, we have listeners. I'm pretty sure they look at the radio while they're listening, so that... They Let's hope of, not while they're driving. That kind of viewing. Well, anyway, guys, I tell you what, we got a good hot rods and happy hour lined up today. I mean, it's going to be a good one. It's actually going to be a real good one. We're talking about orphan brands. Orphan brands. And you know, orphan brands to break it down for you, so you don't have to Google it. It's basically <laughs> these car companies that went away. And you know, we've got a lot in in the recent times. This went away. You know, of course, those Bill Pontiac things of that nature, Saturn. But uh, how about how about some some of the more obscure ones, some of the older ones? And there's a oh, lot of Nash. really cool car, really cool cars that actually came from these brands. Oh yeah. So and I think that would be a really cool. And actually, our buddies over at the uh, Classic Automobile Club of America actually kind of put me onto this. And uh, he said, "How about that?" I'm like, "That's a good one. That's a good one." You know, so we're definitely gonna be talking about that. Tell you what, though, we got some cool stuff coming up here in the near future too with Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Got uh. Got a really cool invite. Season three, the premiere of Caffeine and Octane Television. I'm going down yeah. to the premiere party in hot Atlanta. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, a trip to Atlanta is always good, especially for Caffeine and Octane. Well, it's not just for Caffeine yeah. and Octane. And we're going to the premiere party on Friday night and then switching gears, and it will be in Concord, North Carolina, for the Celine Club of America car meet, which is going to be a lot of fun with all the Celines and stuff. That sounds like fun. Uh, is that, that annual? Seems like that just happened. Yes. Yeah, it's annual. Yeah. So okay. Has it been a year? I th- I give them, I'm assuming so. All right. So yeah. we're going to do it again. If we're doing it annually, I think that means... That's, that's, that's almost a year. Yeah. I think that definition-wise... Almost, almost, really, I think that's kind of what it means. I think so. I'll the, uh, that, but. So we got that coming up. we got all kinds of cool things coming up. But like I said, I was really shocked that I got invited to the premiere party. Oh, Bruce. The, like, like, you know, I had one of those moments for a second. It's like, Bruce Bruce thought about well, me. Well, Bruce must have forgot my email. I'm, yeah. a, little, I'm well, a little miffed. Well, I am in season three. Well... Oh yeah, you are. Exactly. That might that's be why. why that might be why you got the invite. Why I got yeah, invite. Like, you might be. Why. And uh, yeah, you know. Well, I'm in the background of season three. Does that, that count for anything? That you stay, can stand outside. I'll be like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be my date? Yeah, I'll be your date. Yeah. Hey, 
It's 2018. It's cool. Yeah. You no know? one judges anymore. That's right. You can the, drive uh, a Ford or date, Rob. Oof. No one cares. I'd almost take the Ford on that one. I don't see why. <laughs> and I say it a lot. But uh, you're still cute. But you know no, what I'm thank saying. Thank you. Thank you. But definitely going to be a, a really fun time and, and something to keep in the back of your mind come about September or October. NBC Sports. We'll I think it is September, Rob actually. I think it's September yeah, is when it yeah, kicks off. You're going to see in Season 3 of Caffeine and Octane Television. Uh, we're actually doing an interview with my 1965 Malibu SS. And I think, I think, if I remember talking to the guy right, I think you're in about Episode 6. That's right. So, trying to you know, count them out. So I looked out for you. I found Set that information. Out. Or, uh, so like the, fir- the first five Market episodes, you totally don't even have to watch those. Yeah, the first five, I mean, it's just yeah. I mean, you know, it, and plus it's not like a continuational series, so it's not like you're missing out. on anything. I tell you what, the, the coolest part about filming that little bit with them, and I mean, this is probably going to end up being edited down to a two minute part, but you know, we're talking <laughs> about the Chevelles and stuff like that. But on one side of me was a GT40. Yep. And on the a other, very nice car too. yeah, a, a very nice GT40. And on the other side of me was a big block Camaro. And uh, I had, and the boo thing was in the middle of the And directly behind you, they, a, super, a Superbird. Yeah, exactly. It was a Superbird. And they come to my Malibu. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong, I man. Malibu SS is a good car. I mean, Super Sports Chevelle of any type is a great thing. But these are some pretty big ticket cars well, around I, it, you. It was kind of funny. If you looked around the selection, I posted pictures, and, and I will, I'll repost them again if I remember. But uh, in that whole little gated off group, you probably had the cheapest car there, and that's sad. Yeah, I mean, it, well, <laughs> it probably one of the cheaper ones. I said yeah. me and the big block Camaro. Are neck yeah, you and, and the Camaro would be neck and neck. But 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 I mean, that was I mean that's that's it's some crazy stuff. Company. Yeah, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, old booth thing yeah. holds her own. Old the gal, she shows well for old gal. You yeah. know, but yeah. you know, man, it was kind of cool. She gets a little attention. She does. She gets a little. She gets the eyeballs. No, you know yeah. what I mean. But, I mean, it's like I said, that's going to be a lot of fun. Definitely look forward to that. Definitely not looking forward to driving to Charlotte the next morning. But you know what? It's going to be a lot of fun when we get there, though. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like a good uh, good mm. evening in Atlanta, but I guess not. Speaking of caffeine. We'll yeah, speaking of a, caffeine. We'll, we'll be partaking in a lot of that. But definitely going to be a lot of fun. And uh, looking forward to that. And then next week, we'll be back in North Carolina, Lincoln in North Carolina, August 11th, for a show actually raising money for scholarships for kids to go to tech school. That's good cause for me. And then we'll be in Anderson, South Carolina, simultaneously, five hours later. So, hosting a oh, five hours the, later? Yeah, so, for, the, for the Anderson Classic Car Club. So this fun. Okay, so people are going to listen to us behind the scenes, because me and you actually haven't had this discussion. Yeah. I thought we were splitting up, so we're actually going to get to be together the whole time. Yeah. That's so sweet. we're running around just back and forth. Yeah. And, I, and I still haven't really figured out the logistics of this, but it's going to be a lot of fun, no matter what. Yes. And, and, and in, the wor- in the words of a classic showman, the show will go on, I promise you. We just, <laughs> Some we'll, way, somehow. We, yeah, we'll just keep the chaos on this end of the table, okay? You know. We're trained professionals. Mm-hmm. We got I, this. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Fake we're it till you make it. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, that's what I've been doing in radio. We're pretty dang good amateurs. I think so, that's what it is. Exactly. But definitely going to be a lot of fun. And I, and, I, and I love, this is getting in our silly season of car shows right now where everything's doubling up. we got car shows everywhere. And I love it. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Now, granted. Come SEMA time, come November, when everything starts blowing down, I'm like, I'm ready for a break. But it never fails. Oh, about January? January, you're about, well, about Tired of I'm sitting re- in the house, about re- cold? About ready, about ready for a car show. <laughs> boy, boy, car show would be good right about now. Ain't nothing like a bag chair in a 100-degree parking lot. It would be awesome right about now. That's it's kind of like that time you tried to quit smoking, and about 10 minutes later, you lit up and said, yeah, I was tired of that. Yeah, that's that the worst 10 minutes of my life. <laughs> but and I mean, but that's the thing that's crazy. I mean, it's just that, that, that you. That it's funny the things you 
miss. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's I just, miss standing out in the parking lot in 110 degree heat. Sweating. I miss heat stroke. It's yeah. fun. You know? Coming home sunburned out of one arm because you drove your old car. I love it's it. It's awesome. Man. I, mean, that's, I miss those days. That's experience. That's, that's right. It builds character, is what it does. It does build character. Maybe you can I mean, schedule a couple in like March, though. I mean, you know, I was like, I'm leaning toward, I'm kind of like a March, October kind of guy. I yeah. think that's when the car show season should really be strong. Is between March and October? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just March and October. I think you should get a summer break from car showing and then I'll back at it. Speaking of October, how about October 6th, son? That's the one. October that's 6th. the red letter date. In, the red letter date in car show history. Oh, I the know what it is. The red letter date in car I, show history. I know history. what's going on here. It's Carolina Motor Fest, that guys. I'm going to tell you something about Carolina Motor Fest. I was actually meeting with the studio heads today. I won't tell you. And I can't give you a whole lot of details because they're still a little up in the air. But we're going to be giving away something at Carolina Motor Fest that no, N-O, no car show. I'll step out on a limb and say in the state of South Carolina has done. And maybe the southeast yeah, and we're giving it away. And unfortunately, you nor I can win it. It's going to be huge. This is going to be epic, and I and I can't wait. Motorfest is definitely a show you don't want to miss. If you hear my voice, you need to make your way to that show for sure. October six. I tell you something else. We're going to make our way to. And it seems like no matter what, it's these damn commercial breaks, man. Yeah, I mean they keep coming around and coming around. I mean, which is a good thing. I mean, I guess they keep the lights on, but yeah, you know. Yeah. Sure, why not? I'll tell you what, guys, we're talking orphan cars right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Uh, 106.3 W.O.R. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? Richard Hoskins. What's happening, Big Arm, Montana? <laughs> Big Arm, Montana. I love it. Guys, we're talking orphan cars today on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. You know, these brands that went away over the years. So I want to start in the basement a little bit. And I want to I want to kick it off with a fun car. All right, let's a kick versatile it. car. We have, yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> that was very nice of you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, not only is it an automobile, but it's an aquatic automobile. How about the Amphicar 770? One of my favorite cars in pastimes. Actually, the Amphicar is a very strange car. If you've never seen one before, it's definitely worth the Google and checking it out. They made these cars from 1961 to 1965, and only about 3,800 units were ever made of these cars. But they called it the 770 because it would run seven knots on the water and 70 mile an hour-ish on the road. 70 miles an hour in an amphi car is kind of like running 88 in a DeLorean. You don't know what the hell's about to happen. Uh, that's, it's like doing uh, 60 in a shopping cart. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably feel better about yeah, the shopping cart. At least it's got handles. Yeah, I mean, you can hang on to something. And I kind of heard the shopping cart might float better. I don't know. <laughs> it's got the, fewer uh, holes in it. But I'll tell you something crazy about the amphi car now is the money they're bringing. Well, they're very collectible. Well, keep in mind, they made 3,800 years. And this thing's a novelty. I mean, that you've got a car that you can drive down a boat ramp and people are going to be like picking up their phone on the thing, and they have YouTube gold, and then you're just going to float off. And you'll be like, really? And then they're going to look up other Amphicar videos. Yeah, and then they're going to be like, don't. But yeah. okay, so how many of them sank to the bottom of a lake? How many of I them know, just I rusted be, out? How wanna, many are left? I don't know. There's no telling there. But I'll tell you something else, though. I would say not many. I'll step on them. But I would almost that, dare to say that under a thousand of them are left. I'd say more than that, and I'll tell you why, because it's a novel. Yeah, it I don't think they got always. used that much. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody had an Amphicar for their daily. Nobody's put 250 on I mean, how crazy do you have to be to buy something like that as a, as a, as a daily? That'd well, be like, I mean, it was just a frivolous thing. It was a, it was a car toy. It was the 60s. It was a toy. It was the 60s. It was the early 60s. But the thing that was cool about it was, I mean, I mean and they successfully manufactured it, and it did work. 
most of the time. It represented a great engineering it, 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 it was. I mean, you made a car that the you Hoover could Dam, uh represented a great engineering all right, a little. The Amphicar this was, was just behind like the, 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 the Amphicar falls is, a little short. The sixties brought in the Beatles and then the drugs, and I think the Amphicar is the result well, of the that. Amphicar However, came out in '61. That was way before the drugs, and it was actually coming before the Beatles hit too. So it was a precursor. The Amphicar might have drugged them in. It's probably the Amphicar's <laughs> fault. <laughs> but but the Amphicar was a really. I cool, think it's awesome. The Amphicar was a cool car, and I mean, you got a lot of celebrity guys. Alan Jackson has Amphicar, and he has a little private pond on his property, and that's what he does. Is ride around in his Amphicar, and the next thing you know, he decides just to deep six it in the pond and go mm-hmm. cruising. That's I mean, that's. I mean, if I was a country music singer, I would do the same. Do you imagine? All right, I want you. I want. I want to paint a picture in your head right now. Because this would be Alan Jackson. Alan Jackson in a full Canadian tuxedo, for those who don't know, as a full denim get-up. White cowboy hat, got the hair laying out back right. And I'm telling you, he's riding around in his amphicar and singing along to Chattahoochee and just dives off in this pond in his backyard just rolling around. I mean, that's... That's, that's Alan Jackson's life. You know what? He's probably got a guitar in the back seat so I'm, he can sit out in the pond. I hope he's got a paddle, too. Feet on the dash and just play his guitar and come up with new music. I, hope, uh, I guarantee you that's Alan Jackson's life. The uh, hope, well, hope that guitar doubles as a paddle. Second, <laughs> I hope he's got a flotation device. <laughs> I hope he's a good swimmer. I hope the pond ain't can deep. You, can you swim with cowboy boots on? <laughs> I hope the pond ain't I deep. Guess if you have to. The uh, he might have a cheater pond where but, like the bottom of it, the wheels are actually really touching. Oh, but I mean, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, they have of course a really cool car, and, and they bring a lot of money though. Because keep one of them made thirty eight hundred of them. And I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, you start looking on eBay right now; they're anywhere between seventy-five and over a hundred grand for an Amphicar. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Could you imagine insuring your Amphicar? Yeah, I got a car that I can drive into the water. I just your imagine. state farm agent just starts rubbing his hands together <laughs> or, or hangs up. <laughs> got to register it twice. Yeah, really. I got like, a boat and a car. Like, do you need flood insurance on that? I'm like, no, not really. Maybe, We're good. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, if it don't work, then yeah. I wonder. I wonder if you say your Amphicar is flooded, does that mean a whole other thing? That's <laughs> probably where most of them went. Yeah, really. Oh, Either way, it wouldn't start. Could you imagine financing one? What would you do? <laughs> well, I decided to take it out in the lake, you know. And then it sank. If you don't want, but would it you want to like finance? <laughs> it? Or what would happen if somebody opened the door? That's a good question, actually. <laughs> that, that, I mean, you know what I mean. There's so many bad things could go with this. So, how would you finance it? Would you finance it like 30 years, like a boat, or would you just go for like the five years, like a car? <laughs> I don't think anything anyone financed an Africa for 30 years. Yeah, although the prices it might be they, now, although the yeah. prices they are now, it'd probably be affordable that way. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I mean that's a cool car, but that's another thing. Yeah, like, take that's out not a second a mortgage on my Amphicar. But that's not a car you're going to take, you know, on a road rally, or you're going to take a trip in. To hell you say! I'd LS swap one in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's yeah. And then I'd sure have an Amphi ski. That's not going to work anymore. Yeah, that's not. You're going to kill what makes it an Amphicar. An Amphicar. Yeah, we board it up. It'd be all right. Your Amphicar is going to be like. Your Amphicar is going to be like heavy on one end. This is going to be sitting. <laughs> this is an Amphicar boat. seventy. This is what this is. <laughs> Only goes seventy on land. Don't uh, do the water thing anymore. You have a wheel standing Amphicar. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. That actually would be kind of neat. Yeah, uh, someone needs to make that happen. The, I mean, yeah, wait, but there's some people that actually customize these things. We we're looking online about them. Yeah, and I mean, like, I mean, because this is a rare car, and you got people that paint them up like battleships. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, you know, really, as far as they carry that as uh, paint wise, and I probably assume that's a wrap on there. Just guessing, or they got a rough Amphicar and did their own thing, but. Um, that's not. Can you car. imagine rust? 
are they fiberglass or no? They're metal. Oh man! Well, I don't think we knew what fiberglass was in sixty. I don't think I actually get Corvettes were made out of fiberglass. I know, I know. Don't ruin a good thing. You just ruin. Well, actually, anybody with sense would have already ruined that for you. But I mean, <laughs> at least you act like car people listen to this show. That's crazy. But but I mean, yeah. So you got a car made of metal. You just think about. It. I mean, you're just asking for rust. I mean, these things naturally would have rust problems anyway due to time. Hey, let's stick it in water. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you, you know, know, if it's clean, maybe water. a saltwater lake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not going to make it to the other end of the lake. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a lot of things in there. I mean, I wonder if the seats doubled as flotation devices. So do you put I'm like? Sure, they did actually. So do you put like stable engine treatment in it over the winter? I don't know. I mean, is it is is it like the pull handles on your doors doubles like paddles? Do you have to like scrape the crustaceans off the bottom every once in a while? I wonder if the steering wheel looks like the wheel in a ship. <laughs> I mean, like, do you get, like, algae in your carburetor? Is that a thing? So they got, like, the driver's hats. Or yeah. if yours is, like, a captain's hat, you know? I mean, could you, Or, like, does the captain's hat snap down in the front, and then you unsnap it, and it's like a captain's hat? Oh, I see. Yeah, that's, a, that's actually a good, pretty good. That's a good idea That's a right genius, there. actually. Like, it goes from looking like one of the old taxi cab driver's hats, yeah, undo the good. snap, and now you got a captain's hat. You're like the skipper. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's um, just a uh, moment's notice. I'm telling you. Just think so, of Gilligan's Island. Maybe they were in Amphicore. I would like to see how thick the owner's manual on this thing is. Oh, I wonder if it's like one of those waterproof books. Oh, yeah, that's good. Do you get the little waterproof? It's laminated floaty, pages. Do you get the little floaty keychain like you do with a boat, too? I don't think they case? had things like that back then. Well, they should have. I tell you what they had back then, and we still have that same problem now as these commercial breaks, man. <laughs> and we got to keep taking them. All right, guys, stay tuned. We're talking about the orphan cars right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 W-O-R. Guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? Richard! What's happening, Dogtown, Alabama? You ever, been, you ever oh, been there? Oh, no, I'll, you know Sounds what? Sounds like I'm, a fun place. Uh, I mean, I've never been to Dogtown. Dogs everywhere. I would say. Awesome. I wonder if you could get a cat in Dogtown. <laughs> Probably I not. I wonder condition. when the dog days are over um, in Dogtown. Apparently, or they, are they ever? got the memo. Hmm, interesting. I wonder if you can get a cat at the animal shelter in Dogtown. I think they call that food. <laughs> I wonder, I, like, if there's like a lot of hot dog places in Dogtown. I don't know. Dogtown dogs. I mean, come on back. Come on. I yeah. wonder what the name of their baseball team is. The St. Bernards. <laughs> that's a good. One. You like that, didn't you? <laughs> that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. I thought it was a good one. I would love to drive a Range Rover. <laughs> through Dogtown, <laughs> and preferably a red one, Red Rover. <laughs> oh, so we're talking about abandoned car brands, orphan cars, the brands that went away. You know, and we're talking about the Amphicar car in the last segment. I got one for you, and they've gotten really popular here lately because the shops like Gas Monkey and several of your guys are bringing these cars back, and they're you know really hyping them up with all these late model add-ons and things like Gas Monkey. You can put like an eco boost in there. Oh. No, not no, not LS motors. Oh. Actually, probably one of the coolest Ford-ish products I think ever made, in my opinion. The Daytona. I'm gonna mess this up. The Daytona Pantera. You're gonna. Yeah, good I as think well, it is Daytona. I love. We'll be corrected on it. Don't worry. I love the Panteras. I've got a little tie to a Pantera. My dentist, Dr. Robert Jarvis, who is the track champion at Greenville Pickens Speedway, also, home of Carolina Motor Fest. Also, the name of a former pastor of mine. But, but I bet you my dentist is way cooler than your pastor because he drove a Pantera, a flared out. My pastor had a direct connect with the good Lord above. 
You know what? I'd put the Pantera neck and neck with that one because this is pretty cool. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, the big man, the big man's good. Pantera. He's probably Pantera. Got, he's probably yeah. got a Pantera in a stable. Yeah. That's he's, what I'm he's saying. He's got to, right? I mean, you know what I mean. But my dentist, not on top of keeping me a crisp kid and my pearly whites <laughs> cavity free, rocked a Pantera. So I'm talking about, and I'm not talking about a stock Pantera. I'm talking about a candy apple red flared out Pantera with inky wheels on it. It's mm. pretty cool, Dennis. With a hot 351 Cleveland. And you crank this thing up, and it literally rattled the ground. He actually, I came in for a checkup. I was probably I was probably 17. I showed him my five-liter Mustang because I thought it was cool. He showed me his Pantera. Trump, <laughs> Trump card. That got shot down quick. Went back and kicked your Mustang. And then we smoked a cigarette together and went for a ride in his Pantera. That's bonding right there. Which is funny because my my doctor, my dentist, and my orthodontist all smoked, which is really crazy. You know what, though? If you're going to smoke with someone... And I bummed a cigarette off each one of them. If you're going to smoke with someone, why not smoke with someone and clean your teeth right after? The funniest thing ever is uh, Dr. Hunt. Who, who was my orthodontist? I had braces for three years. Yes, mother, I'm, uh, I remember and thank you. But, but this is the thing that's funny. Moms, I'm gonna need you to get them pictures for blackmailing later. I'm gonna tell you something, dude. It looked like I had a chain link fence across my <laughs> mouth. But it was so funny because my orthodontist office used to be an old house, so the whole back of it was open. Doctor Hunt's office was right there on Wade and Boulevard and Taylor's, and the whole back of it was glass. The house was, and that's where all the chairs were. And there were probably you know ten like a dentist chairs back there, he would be on the back porch so you could see right out the windows and see him, and you would see a Salem go flying across the yard, and then he'd come walking in. Man, Rob, you've been wearing your retainer. Good job. He would lean over, and a big lighter would fall out of his front pocket on your chest. Oh, that's what the pocket's for. And I mean, but I, but it tickles me. I mean, like, and like it was totally okay. Like, I didn't think anything was wrong there, you know? Well, everybody used to smoke back then. It's true. I mean, well, I mean, gas wasn't even flammable. You smoke while getting gas. It was 1997, Robert. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't that long ago. This I mean, ga- gas wasn't flammable. This wasn't the 50s. I mean, you act like I was born before dinosaurs back in the day. It was it's right 97. Back after the war. Yeah, I've been meaning to ask you. By the way, after the big war, I've been meaning to ask you who invented dirt. Anyhow, all right. That's <laughs> Listen, child. <laughs> We already had to send Will home. Don't make us send you mine. I'm okay. It's almost your bedtime. <laughs> Listen, but this is the thing, though. But I mean, but that was totally acceptable. But back to back to Doctor Jarvis. Doctor Jarvis had a kick-ass Pantera. I mean, like this is the coolest thing ever. My my dentist scored so, and then I found out he was the track champion at Greenville Pig and Speedway. So not only can this man fix a cavity. Um, isn't his name on the wall out there, actually? Exactly, because he's the track champion. Yeah, I thought so. His name is on the wall. That's right. Your name's on the bathroom wall. His name's on the wall at the track. What's hey, up by, with that? by the way, I bet my phone's been blowing up lately. <laughs> he's, <I'm just> a, <laughs> he's a popular. <laughs> he's, it's, 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 it's race season. <laughs> it's, it's race season. <laughs> but, but, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, that's so cool, though. But these Panteras are really, really coarse. So, basically, they have the European styling and, and, and the performance and, you know, the handling. But it had that Ford drivetrain, that Ford. Yeah, that was the one problem with them, right there. You know what? The three fifty one Cleveland wasn't nothing to sneeze at. No, three fifty one Cleveland is actually a great motor. Well, that and they run the three fifty one Cleveland all the way to nineteen eighty eight, which is insane. And they were actually getting the motors from Australia at that point. 
the very end, they started putting five liters, like hot five liters in them. Well, they went to 351 Windsors in 88, and then back to 302s. But, I mean, and then, I mean, but keep in mind now, a little 302 fuel injected kind of hopped up. It's still probably pretty pretty meaty in, in a Pantera. Yeah. They weren't like Fords. I mean, they were Ford powered. They sold them at Lincoln Mercury dealerships, but they made other cars too. Like the Mangusta did exactly. have a 302 in it. Well, they shared this year the same transaxle as the Pantera. Yeah, the ZF. Exactly. Uh, ZF Fosfit. But, and I mean, and that's the thing about the Panteras. I mean, and I really think the Pantera kind of got lost. You know, everybody now is a supercar. That's a supercar. You yeah. know, the Viper's a supercar. In the 70s, I'm going to tell you something. The Pantera was a supercar. It checked every box. Yeah. In every sense of the word. I mean, when the Corvette wasn't performing, a Pantera was. Now, keep in mind, a Pantera was a lot more than a Corvette, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But And now the values are really creeping up. I remember the Panteras got down there for a little bit, and now they're starting to get extremely popular. But now everybody wants those original ones that aren't flared out and cut up. It's like an affordable Countach that's reliable. I wouldn't say affordable. I mean, they're six-figure cars now, which is nuts. See what Countaches are going for. Well, I'm with you there, too. But but you know what I'm saying. And I'll be honest with you, it's a better car than a Countach. It really is. Countaches are actually garbage. I mean, I love them. I love a Countach. What kid didn't have a poster of a Countach in his bedroom? Absolutely. I think we all had the same poster. Exactly. We probably all got it from the book fair. (laughs) Pretty much. I did. I did too. I, I did. I've always wanted a black Countach with gold wheels, or a red one with gold wheels. I, I, and I don't like red. I like the red one, silver wheels, or the all. What was the anniversary one they made? It was all uh, white. It was an 89, 25th anniversary. Uh, they made them in red and white. Yeah, I love the all white, white with white wheels. Just oh, yeah. like, I'm sorry, I love anything tricolor. These things are white. pulling like a million bucks now. That's insane. Yeah, they've gotten crazy. And they had like 10 of them in Cannonball Run. And they're terrible to drive. Yeah, like they're, they're good for about 200 miles at a time. Yeah. yeah Maybe. If, if, if you baby it. Yeah. If you rest up and maybe stretch. and Yeah, uh, but but the Panteras really are a car. And, I mean, when's the last time? You, I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time I saw a Pantera locally. I mean, these are getting to be some pretty exotic cars. I mean, they only made 7,200 of them anyway, just a shade over 7,200 from 1971 to 1992, which is insane. Actually, the last Pantera was hand-delivered. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Like, you bought the last one. Yeah. (laughs) Don't bring it back. You know, it's kind of odd that 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 happens because a lot of times manufacturers keep the last car. They didn't want no part of that. We don't want this evil. Just send it on. But, I mean, on top of it, I mean, 92 was kind of a downhill slump for horsepower and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's just like, you know, this is a sad day. It was probably one of the fastest things going back then. Well, in 92, well, the ZR1, Tessarosas. Yeah, true, true. When did the F40 come out? Uh, F40 came out in 87. Uh, I think they started selling in the States in 89. Yeah, so so we had the F40 floating around. So, yeah, there was a lot faster things then. Yeah. But, yeah, think about it, 1971, that's... That's pretty supercar as it gets. Well, I, mean, I mean, and the cars had great styling to them. And, and now, see, that one's been modded. Yeah, that, they didn't come looking like that. Some of them did. That could be a GTS. Yeah, um, yeah. around 74, 75, they got the GTS. See, that, that's more like what you see at the Lincoln Mercury dealership right there. 
Yeah, you know, no, it, every, everyone listening cannot. Well, I mean, see. it's just in stock form. Yeah. But when they're all flared out, they look totally different. The car is totally, totally changed. No, nah, if yeah, you want to see the one, the Ring, Ring Brothers, Brothers built. built, yeah. Uh, now that's a very cool one. Actually, Richard Rollins, which tickles me because they built the EcoBoost Pantera, and then they built the Pantera for what was the race car driver they built one for? Uh, NASCAR I guy. Remember? I, nobody cares. It's NASCAR. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> But it's they built the car for him. But what tickles me, he went to Bear Jackson and bought the Ring Brothers Pantera. Oh, I mean, wouldn't you? I th- it's twice the car he ever built. But you know, I mean, well, that's, I mean, and, and and they don't build the same caliber of cars. That's just it. That's for sure. I tell you what else is for sure is these commercial breaks, man. They're running up on us like crazy. Absolutely, guys. Stay tuned. We're talking orphan brands right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. I'm one zero six three. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod. What's happening, dude? Richard Hoskins. What is happening, Fertile, Iowa? <laughs> Don't want to go there. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Seems <laughs> like if you stay the hell out of there, you're dodging a bullet. The way. <laughs> so, all right, we're talking about orphan car companies. And this one right here. Speaking like, of orphans. <laughs> like it went, yeah, really, like it went away, but nobody really ever noticed it. It's kind of like the shell game. If it went away and no one really noticed it, then did we really need it? No, no, no. Actually, it's a very important car company. It's actually a very, very, very large car company that produced some monumental cars. I'm gaining interest. The Plymouth Company. Oh, yeah, they did kind of bleep exactly. off the map. Exactly. It started July 7th, 1928. Mm, that's a good and point. it went belly up June 29th, 2001 is when they turned the lights off. Yeah, they were number three forever. Like in the 50s and 60s, they were a number three car manufacturer. Well, you know, the thing I you really got to think about is, the I mean, you know, the Plymouth car company, you know, of course, all 30s, 40s, 50s. But, I mean, you got to think about the 60s, the muscle car. Satellite. Days. The Plymouth. Pl- well, the satellite wasn't no, exactly. It was a bigger body car, too. But you had the GTX. Yeah. Or you had, you know, all these just monumental cars. Hell, the Roadrunner. Little yeah. pony car by the name Exa- of Cuda. Exactly. But, and then that's the thing. I mean, these were the Plymouth cars. Now, of course, they had Dodge equivalents of them. But these were the Plymouths. I mean, they this was the Pontiac of Mopar. Right. And. Best way to put it. I mean, it, more or less. Well well said. But, so, I mean, you got you to think all these cars. And then, like, they even came out out left field, even in the latter days of it. How about the Prowler? Yeah, the Prowler was definitely unusual. Matter of fact, the last couple of years of the Prowler wasn't even a Plymouth anymore. It was a Dodge Prowler. A Chrysler. Or, yeah, a Chrysler Prowler. But, I mean, it was the Plymouth Prowler. And, I mean, they made Plymouth minivans. They made Plymouth everything. Plymouth. I think in, in 2001, I think all that's left was the Plymouth Neon, which was literally, the espresso, literally by the way. Dodge Neon. The Espresso. That was the Plymouth Espresso. Yeah. And, and it had, had a cool sailboat I miss the, the Neon a little bit. I'm not going to lie. The Neons were. said no one ever. The Neons were cool cars when they came out. Remember the SRT4s the, were pretty cool. Remember we'll that. But no. remember the, uh, when they first came out, the, the, the campaign slogan, Hi. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, it was just it was just a neat little car. I mean, it was cool. Yeah. It was kind of kind of buggish a little bit. They were great race cars. I mean, and they, did, they even had a racing series for these things. Yeah. yeah. Anyone that talks Road about how horrible I mean, they are hasn't spent any time around one. No, they're really they're not, not a horrible car. They're just a horrible car. They had some horrible head gasket problems. Um, that was their biggest problem. I, I, and I got a feeling Mitsubishi laid at the bottom of that somewhere. When they jumped to the sure, second gen of the Neon, somewhere. Yeah. when they jumped to the second generation of the Neon when the SRT4 came out, they started the you know the bigger wing on the back and all that. I think that's when they got a little cooler. Yeah, but actually those cars weren't nearly as good a driver's car as well, aside from the SRT4s. I mean, they made an RT, but the first-gen RT, Neon, the ACRs, they were raw. 
And that's the thing. They were actually factory race cars they made that you could buy through Plymouth. Yeah. To to race, they had a racing series for those cars, like Road Atlanta, things like that. Yeah, I mean, this ACR, was a big deal. American Club Racer. I've yeah. had a lot of opportunities in my life. I'm kind of glad I missed out on that one. Yeah, I see you're talking out your butt there because <laughs> this is actually kind of cool. I mean, nice. like you got guys that are racing. I mean, this was this was like factory race car stuff. I mean, so it was really neat to have this class for this car because it was just a whole new class, a new entry level to get into racing. You could buy a factory race well, yeah, car yeah, at a reasonable cool. I mean, price. Especially for those that race like in the NASA and the NEMSA series and all that. I think it's great, but just personally owning one, hmm. No, I mean, I ain't sound one to be my yeah, daily. Like I'm not going to get another I mean, one, I, could, I could be convinced I mean, into an SRT4, but... That's about. That's about. I think I would pass on it me all and my around, neon but, relationship extent. But they were very popular cars. Like I remember when they first came out, there was a lot of. They were good about commuter cars. cars. It was a. It was a great marketing campaign for it. Extre- well, that's that's cr- classic Mopar in general. You know, their can their 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 but marketing you, is off the chain. But the cool even thing then. is, really, you can still own a uh, own one. You just call it a Dart nowadays. Yeah, it's not the same. The yeah, neon it, to not. be a neon, it's got to have round headlights. That's just to me. Well, and it's also got to be a neon. Yeah, it's got to be a neon. And dark's kind of neonish. It's not even the same. Yeah, it's like a Klingon neon. You know, it's well, kind of got the. I mean, that's not really fair to say because the the what, the Camaro took a what seven year hiatus and it came back a totally different platformed car, if you will. Still Camaro, but totally different. So uh, this is kind yeah. of a, kind darts, of weigh, darts weigh like thirty five hundred pounds. Though. Like they're not they're not little economy cars. Yeah. And another thing too, well, the new compar- Dodge. That's uh, to see uh, again, uh, not a fair statement to make. Another, though. another thing, Dodges have packed on weight since then. Everything, uh, everything has. So that's not I even d- really fair to well, say there. I'll I tell you what's not I'll fair concede. is you compare a Camaro to a Neon. <laughs> That's what's not fair, sir. You need to speak easy on that. I, technically, I didn't compare. You just did. You say Camaro and Neon, not together. Not, not in comparison. Did you just compare? Did Richard? Did I hear Camaro and Neon? I mean, they both have round headlights. Now we got to do a segment anymore. about Camaros, just because. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So you were just talking about comparing, comparing Camaros. But no, I, like, I'm just I really there. think. I, I mean, in all honesty, and it's I, like I Patrick, get, roll back tape. I guarantee, <laughs> if you find someone in, in Chrysler's lineup that would be willing to be honest with you, there's a new neon, a new, a new neon with a more marketable name. I don't know. It didn't really work out that well for them. Yeah, really. The Dart really wasn't that big of a hot seller either. Well, when you make it look more like the Charger and just try to pass off a neon-based Charger, yeah, it's not going to work. I just like the old neon. Yeah, I just like the I like the green ones. Yeah. Like I like those. Well, you know, they have green darts too. Highlighter green ones. Yeah, I, I like high. Yeah, that was that was. It's awesome. a neon. They have green darts too. I'm telling you, not that color. No, no, it's just different. Well, different. that's because it was neon green. Well, you got you got to think about it. When those came out, Robert, you were still sucking your thumb. So it's true. That's I still like a do classic that. to you. Well, actually, you were doing that last week. So yeah, I was doing that the other night, but that's beside the point. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Let's but try, but the Plymouth Car Company actually has some cool things, and the Prowler, which the Prowler, I've got mixed emotions about. The Prowler was a very cool car when it came out. I got excited about it. I mean, I was that kid that built the model car of the Prowler. Yeah, but snap tight. That three point five V six. But you know what? I mean, it made good power. It made good yeah, power. Really the car did. was absolutely fun. Anyone that's ever owned one, driven one, rode in one has had a blast. But and it's not enough power to get you, you know, killed pretty quick. Well, I mean, it. pretty quick. It's I mean, a slow, it, painful death. Yeah, it's a, this is more of a slower, painful but, but, death. But the but thing that was cool, though, is, and I didn't learn this until later on, is how many parts got reused in the Prowler from other Mopar models. 
like all the dash stuff, all your bezels, AC controls, radio, was all caravan. Yeah, and Intrepid and whatnot. Yeah, yeah and like, like the power window switches, Dodge truck. Like, it yeah, was so crazy. All they did is made a cool shell to put excess parts in. It was a in. design exercise. Yeah, to see how cool they could make this pile of parts. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, we got all these parts laying in the corner. Let's do something with them. It's kind of <laughs> like, what's that, what's that cooking show where you can do that? You know, like, like here's here's some anchovies. That's kind of like dinner every night. In yeah, my really. place, Here, it's like, here's some anchovies and some shredded cheese and chocolate syrup. Make me something. <laughs> and they made a prowler. <laughs> I mean, but they're really cool, other than big dorky gray bumpers on the front. Yeah, they had to have those. But what's the first thing that every prowler owner does? They take them off. They take them off. But, you know, they did really good as far as, like, yeah, they had to have said safety equipment. They made it work. Yeah, no trunk, though, at all. No. Because they had to have room for the top. Of course, you had your little trailer you could get with That's it. That's true. That's why. Yeah. yeah. To, to go to the grocery store, you needed a trailer. It's probably the easiest solution to we need more storage space ever. I, I like the steering column mounted tack, though. That was actually yeah, a neat cool. touch yeah. on it. That's an auto meter, I think. Yeah, it? yeah. I don't think that was a caravan part. No. Yeah, but uh, that came in the Intrepid. <laughs> <laughs> but they were, but they were very stylish. I even like the factory wheels they put on those cars. Yeah, they're cool. I wouldn't change them. For I like I like the chrome plated versions of them too. And then in the later years, when they started coming out with the colors, the black yeah. and the yellows and the reds. Now those those were pretty cool. The Blue purple and ones, two tone. Yeah, well, that was some kind of limited edition. Yeah, that was the Mulholland edition. If I'm you know, not mistaken, you, you always see a purple Prowler too. Well, I mean, that was they made those yeah. the first couple years that were all purple, weren't they? I think uh, first year definitely. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the weird thing about a product. Can you imagine we're going to make a car and we're only going to make it one color? What are you thinking? Red, black, or white, or silver? No, purple. That's what color we're going to make it. Henry Ford lived off that model. He said you can get their cars. Yeah, but he made black cars. It's really easy to do when you did that. <laughs> he said you can get in any color you want as long as it's black. That's right, guys. I tell you what, though, but I mean the Prowler did good. It was a good seller, and I want to tell you something. They're actually holding up good in their value. I tell you what else don't hold up. These commercial breaks, man, they keep coming right at us. Guys, stay tuned. We're talking orphan brands right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.